if you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. This is Horse Chats today, and we have a regular guest, Christoph Hess. We're really happy to have Christoph again. Now, if you haven't listened to Christoph before on Horse Chats, please go back to 0702, which is number 702, which is where Christoph started talking to us. And I think the topic of that one was changing the equestrian world one conversation at a time. Christoph, are you there? Yeah, thank you very much. I'm good. I had a seminar for the German Equestrian Federation yesterday. I'm now in the hotel, still where I had it. It's just a place where we have, since many years, our German championships. It's Alve in the middle of Germany. And yeah, I'm happy. And I hope everybody who is listening us is happy as well. Oh, wonderful. Now, talking about being happy, Christoph, we've talked about a horse's happy hour a few times. I think we started off talking about the happy hour when we were talking about training the competition horse and, you know, just what we can do to complement the horse at competitions. And you talked about the happy hour, but can you go into a little bit more depth and talk about what is a happy hour? A lot of people would say a happy hour, that's when you get half price cocktails or something like that. But I'm sure it's not that type of happy hour. Can you explain to us about what the horse's happy hour is? Yeah, as a happy hour for a horse. It's not a happy hour for a horse that you give the horse something to drink, <laughs> uh, some pain or something that is to have a happy hour. And um, I think the red line in our training and when we are working with horses, it has to be that the welfare of the horse has to be, uh, it has to have a very high priority. And part of this is a happy hour. That means from my point of view that after a session, uh, when you train your horse, when you explain your horse, maybe you learn together new exercises, uh, that the horse then gets a phase of relaxation. This can be that you trot or canter with a long rein, that you go outside in the field, that you walk with the horse. This is for me very important that the cooperation, the communication between you as a rider and the horse should be in in the focus that you think what can I do so that I get a very good communication level with my horse and it means that I um, get a feeling from my horse and each horse loves another situation and for me looking from the rider's point of view it's very important that I get a feeling what loves my horse and therefore we have not uh, for all horses the same uh, ideas for happy hours. We have to find um, the special uh, situation for my horse and therefore to give them a happy hour so that they can relax, that they are really in a satisfying situation and, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, have a better communication with me as a rider uh, than without a happy hour. So you talked about improving communication level and it's a phase of relaxation. Is this only for competition horses? If someone doesn't compete their horse, you know, we're thinking about training for a competition, preparing for a competition, this is that now they're happy hour. But what if a person just comes out 
and all they do is trail riding. Is that a continual happy hour or how does this work? No, it is for all horses. Okay. Um, I think for competition horses, it's very, very important that I have phases in which I'm working very intensively with my horses and then that on the other hand, I, I have a situation uh, that I don't train the horses and give them really a good phase of relaxation. I think a rider has to have in mind what is the nature of the horse and looking from the competition's point of view. And when you see that horses are sometimes traveling through the whole world to go to competitions and to, to go to the Shenzhen's League competition from one place in the world to the other place, and you know it's coming from down under uh, to Europe or to the US and to other places in the world, uh, riding the horses, competing with the horses. This means that these horses need especially uh, situations where they can be a proper horse, means back to the roots, back to the nature, back into the situation that they are outside in the field, as an example. If there's a possibility, paddock at least, but better is fields. This is for me very important. And in a similar way, it is for horses which are not in the competition world. And they will have it like competition horses will go out in the field, give them the time uh, without the rider, because these horses often have riders who are trying to do a good job, but they, to be honest, they don't do a really good job. They're not independent from the rain. They are sitting crooked on the horse and so on. They make mistakes like this as an example. They're not all of them. <laughs> I apologize for this. But they need happy hours as well. I think it's the same thing with us as humans. If we want to, to be busy and to have success, but then on the other side, we need that for me, no doubt, we need spaces in which we, we can relax, in which we can do what we want. And this is all right. Now, you know, just thinking about the whole happy hour and communication with this horse, I, I'm presuming yeah. it can be done at any age, you know. So even as a young horse that's not competing yet, they still need yeah. their happy hour. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. And um, I would say an happy hour is not only <laughs> having 60 minutes and do special things. I think an happy hour can be some minutes when you, as an example, Mm-hmm. As a young horse, and you train something, and then after this long rain, petting to uh, ride with other horses in the communication in the group outside, or something like this. That's for me for a couple of minutes. It yes. could be a happy hour as well. Also, to have faces of relaxation uh, and faces of uh, learning new things, especially young horses, to combine those. This is for me very important. And if you want to develop, with the horse, you need a good balance between those. Okay, okay. Now, I'd like to go through, and you've sort of talked a little bit about some of the exercises, but specifically, I'm going to ask you about exercises and if this can be used, you know, as this reward, this relaxation. Um, It's the type of exercises, but the benefits, like say for lunging, if we've got lunging as an exercise in the happy hour, is that something we can do? What can we do to our horses to get them to get that benefit of the relaxation so it can help com- improve yeah. communication. Yeah. yeah. I think first of all, relaxation is, is not just, for relaxation, I don't need, especially the, the longing uh, situation. You can do it uh, at the rider as well. And when you 
have the feeling I'm a guest in the saddle and I'm not dominating the horse. This is for me a very important idea which I have as a rider. And when I have the feeling, yes, I'm the guest in the saddle, then I train the horse and then I do maybe light seat and canter the horse with a longer rein or give the horse a longer rein when, when I'm in rising trot. Uh, things like this, this is for me always part of a happy hour. I can use the longing time, uh, uh, longing, uh, uh, the, uh, I see the benefits of the longing when um, I had a couple of days, um, uh, a little bit of stronger training with my horse, and it's good to have another day longing and uh, situation is you can do it without side brains, you can do it with side brains, but I think it's important that you do it in a quiet situation so that the horse has really the possibility to relax, to stretch all muscles forward down uh, so that the whole body is swinging, especially um, uh, the back. And I think it's very important that we have always in mind as a rider, as a, a horse person, a horse man, a horse woman, um, that um, the, it, it is a, a wellness program. We need a wellness program that the horse has a, a lovely feeling with the brain and with the body. And this is what we have to do when we give the horses a happy hour, not just outside in the field, when they are alone, maybe with other horses. Uh, that's a special situation for a happy hour. But um, when you do it, looking from the rider's point of view, when you are in the saddle or when you are longing the horse, it's uh, the wellness feeling that the horse will get a wellness feeling. I think we, we riders, we horse women and horse men are very much physiotherapists for the horse and a psychologist for the horse so that we, we all, that's our responsibility to be honest, so that the horse has really a good time when the horse is with us together as a horse which we own or a horse which we have to train so that we can compete with the horse or some people train horses to sell the horses later. We have a big responsibility but we are part of a big process and this is important that we that's, that's our responsibility that's for me very important this is something what riders have to learn uh, in the riding school when they start uh, learning our lovely sport okay okay now if we're going out you know say we've, we're taking our horse out we're giving them a long rein we're letting them relax and a dressage horse works on the flat that's what a dressage arena is it's you know 20 by 60 or 20 by 40 arena on the flat are there benefits for a dressage horse to go up and down hills in their happy hour oh it's very important i think it's very good for us as humans that we have a variation in our life not always doing the same things that's exactly the same for horses for horses it's very very important that they have a different footing deep footing, hard footing, uh, sand, uh, stones, uh, uphill, downhill, everything at the bottom. I know very well, years ago, Andrew Hoy was the longer time when he was married with Bettina in Germany in Warendorf. And we had the foot and mouth disease in England and he couldn't come back to England. He was in Germany for a couple of weeks. I mean, he wanted to be a couple of weeks and then at the end, 
he had to stay for months. And then he was riding all the time on good footing in good potash arenas. And they, they said to me, Christoph, I need to go outside with my horses. They need uh, worse uh, surfaces so that they uh, have a better balance that's good for the health, for the legs of the horses, for the feet of the horses, the hoofs, and so on. And therefore, he went outside to give the horses new situations and not being the whole time in a lovely 20 to 60 or 20 to 40 cent arena where everything is prepared every day with a truck and so on and so on. And I think that's very important um, for the balance of the horse. Uh, to be honest, I would say the physical balance and the mental balance. Stop. I need to interrupt this chat for a hot off the press notification. That is that the latest version of the book, 101 Careers in the Horse Industry, is now available and the best news is that it's a free download. So if you work in the horse industry, if you have a plan to work in the horse industry and have a career in the horse industry, or if you know someone who plans to have a career in this fabulous industry, then this is an essential book for you to read now and then keep as a reference as you progress through your career. With over 100 jobs to choose from, you'll probably find at least one that you'd happily do without being paid. So simply go to internationalhorsecollege.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the 101 careers in the horse industry button to receive your free career book. Imagine, maybe one day you could be a guest on Horse Chats. Okay, now you've talked about the different footings and, and going up and down hills, water. You know, some horses are a bit worried about water. Is it important that we give our dressage horses the confidence to go through water? I would say yes. First of all, I think it's very good if a horse is obedient, if a horse is um, um, accepting the aids, and water is part of it, uh, that they have to accept the aids. In the beginning, we need a second horse so that the horse learns to go into the water. Some horses love water more, some horses don't love water so much, but I think they need it. And uh, looking from the competition's point of view, when we have a heavy rain, and I know in Australia we have often situations uh, between fire and water and heavy, having really heavy rain. And then we have a, uh, maybe the, the Totash Arena underwater or with, with a lot of water. And then it's very good when the horse knows how to deal with water, how to cross a lake or something that is more or less. So therefore, this is good. For the horses, it's good for the legs. I think it's good to go into a water. Um, water, it's good for the legs. It's, uh, it's looking for the point of uh, physiotherapist point of view, very good. Uh, water training, if you have the possibility um, uh, to do it. And therefore, yes, all horses have to do it. And such horses are part of all horses, and they are not special horses. Therefore, yes, train the horses that they go through water. It's good for them. Okay. Now, we talked about a little bit of lunging, up and down hills, different types of footing. Any other exercises that you think could be included in this whole um, idea of the happy hour, which is, not, which is not necessarily for an hour, but is there anything else that we need to talk about there? I think we have to realise where horses are coming from and what are the instincts of horses. And when we Look, from this point of view, we have to realize um, that we, are, we, we have horses which are hurt animals. And therefore, I think it's very good uh, when we give the horses the possibility 
to be together with other horses uh, in a herd uh, situation. I think that for me very very important. And um, uh, the herd animal situation, and therefore it's good when you go with others outside of the field that you train with other uh, horse and rider combination. Some horses love it more, some horses don't love it so much. And that's um, the responsibility of the rider to get the feeling what is the favorite situation for my horse. Is my horse more uh, horse which wants to be alone with me or with others together? And especially the young horses love it to be with other horses together. And therefore, to have a good, happy hour uh, means to have a happy hour with other horses and other riders together. To, therefore, uh, it's good when the riders are able to create situations so that they can go, as an example, outside with other horse and rider combinations together. Okay. Now, I, I sort of, I think you've really answered this all the way through when you talked about the happy hour not necessarily being for an hour and especially with young horses to, to give them yeah. that bit of a long rein and a pat. But one of my questions was going to be, how often should we use the happy hour? Is it sort of a one-day-a-week thing or is it used all the time continually through the training? We've already decided that it's it's not for an hour, but yes. It has to be a part of everything. I think the, having in mind action and reaction, it's always you, you ask for something and then you, you have to give the horse the faith that the horse will realise what you have asked so that the horse can think about it and this is part of it. It's not uh, the whole time that you are asking, but you need that the situation, yeah, that the horse comes down and comes down on earth. That's for me important, this, this feeling. And this is part of the whole process. And some horses need it more, some horses need it less. In some situations, it's good to have a longer phase of asking, but then at the end, you need a longer phase of, uh, of a happy hour. Also the situation between the rules is important. And I think the most successful riders and horse trainers are able to find in a nice way the balance between asking and happy hour. And I think there is no rule which is uh, possible to be used by all horse and rider combinations. This is very individual. And therefore, I think this should be very much a part of the process for younger riders to learn it, that they get, because of the learning process, uh, when they have a good uh, schoolmaster as a trainer, that they get very much the feeling, how should be the situation that I have at the end, in general, a happy horse. And part of uh, this goal has to be uh, the happy hour. Okay, and I, I like the way that you say, well, there's no set, you know, it's not sort of written in a book, you do this and then this and then this. It's very much a, a feeling between that horse and the rider. Now, the whole idea, you know, whether we call it a happy hour or a happy minute or a happy second, tell me the long-term benefits we should see from the regular use of this, um, the technique, the happy hour. Um, I think looking from this point of view, uh, two things are important. First of all, the horse is mentally in a better situation because it knows when the rider is asking for something, the horse knows that this is not uh, the whole day asking. knows that there are phases that the horse has the possibility to come down. And this is very important for the communication with the rider 
for the communication with the trainer. And then the horse starts to trust the rider more and more that he is uh, the rider and or she is not over asking the horse. This is uh, something I think the horses have a nice feeling for this, that they are not over asked. I know situations that riders always over ask the horses and forget giving the horses happy hours. And this at the, is at the end of the day when you watch the body language of these kind of horses, kind of horses are really unhappy. They look unhappy in each way. They, the situation is often very unhappy um, uh, when you watch them. They're mentally unhappy. So therefore, this is for me very important to have it like this. This is one idea. And the second is uh, when I have a good balance between asking and giving happy hours, I have at the end of the day a horse which is not as often in the clinic, a veterinarian clinic, the vet, vet hasn't to come too early. So this is good uh, uh, for the legs, for the back, uh, and so on, for the, the whole body of the horse. And therefore, um, for me, it is absolutely necessary to have these happy hour uh, situation. And this should be in the whole training program, which um, maybe some are writing down. And this has to be a very important part in this process. Okay. Christoph? The term happy hour, we've talked quite a bit about it, and I think everyone's got the whole idea, you know, behind the happy hour, the basic idea behind the happy hour. Is there anything else that I should have asked you, anything else we can include about happy hours that we haven't included yet within this chat? Anything else that I need to ask you or or that you need to talk about? I think uh, in general, and happy hour is part of it, in general we have to uh, watch our horses very carefully. When we ride the horses, uh, when we are longing our horses, when we see the horses in the paddock, when we see the horses in the field, uh, in the stables as well, uh, that we watch our horses. And that we, and this is for me very important looking from the riders and horse friends point of view. We have to get a feeling for our horse. And the better our feeling is with the horse, the better we are knowing what loves our horses. And the more we have a feeling what they love, the more we can train our horses. And I think the very best riders in the world, the, the Andrew Hoyts in the world, they are able uh, to have a 10.0 feeling to their horses. And, and they are able uh, to develop the horses to the highest level, to Olympic uh, uh, medal level. And um, because they they know exactly what is the best balance for my horse between asking, comma, not over-asking to come to the high level in the training and in the competition situation, and how I have to create the happy hour situation and to find a balance between those. That's for me the secret, and this is something what we have to learn It's the process. You can't say, okay, you need experience uh, to do it, but how can we get this experience? And I think watch your horse as carefully as possible. Discuss it with, with your trainer uh, when you are um, in, a, in the situation that you have a trainer with a host. All the, uh, the best riders in the world have trainers and riders who are on lower levels should have trainers 
so that they don't make uh, um, yeah, bad mistakes. And the more I communicate with my trainer, the more I try to communicate with my horse, the better my feeling will be that I know, looking from the rider and uh, horse friend's point of view, what can I do to have a happy horse, an overall happy horse, and uh, part of it is a happy hour. Wonderful summary. I've certainly enjoyed talking to you in a lot more in-depth about this happy hour, which again, you know, may or may not be an hour, but um, I've certainly enjoyed the chat and I always enjoy my chats with you as well. Now, where are you off to again today, Christoph? Yeah, I'm doing now some training, so therefore I'm happy that I can uh, finish uh, our talk, our podcast, because I now in half an hour, I have a training here close to the place where the German championships will take place in June next year again. Then I'm driving home. Then I hope I will have a happy hour there. <laughs> okay. Now, Christoph, you're in Germany, but if people would like to contact you about their horse, where you can do a bit of live streaming or video or something like that, where's the best place that they can contact you so you can look at their horse in particular and talk to them about their horse and the way to train their horse. What's the best place, best website? Yeah, whenever they want, they can do it. Also, I give um, online lessons and I have uh, a special project on air dressage by Christoph Hess. Everything you can find on my website, it's in the German language and it's in the English language. And so therefore, everything is possible. And um, uh, someone has a special question, I have a telephone number, they can call me, uh, and the best way is to do it um, via WhatsApp, and um, here um, is my number, uh, is plus 49 for Germany, and then 170-8519-323, or if someone wants to send me an email, which is possible as well, is ch at Christoph. The second last letters are PH minus uh, S H E double S dot info. Uh, yeah, and I love to get um, letters or emails or WhatsApp chat and uh, voice messages uh, from uh, Australia, and um, I will send answers. And I love to communicate. And for me, this is a happy hour. <laughs> I have the possibility uh, to communicate with people about horses. Thank you very much. If mm. someone Thank you. Thank you. It's a happy hour for me too, Christoph. And if anyone missed those contact details for Christoph, the on-air dressage or the WhatsApp phone number, um, email, just go to horsechats.com, search for Christoph or even search for Hez. For each time Christoph has a chat to me, he has a page and at the bottom of each page are his contact details. So just in case you missed those, if you're driving or, or out riding or doing something else, certainly go to horsechats.com and get those contact details. And meanwhile, Christoph, I am looking forward to the next time I chat to you because it's my happy hour as well. Uh, thank you very much. It's very kind. Very charming. And so therefore, we have both happy hours. Yes. And this is important as well. If a rider has not a happy hour himself or herself, then she is unhappy in the saddle. And if a rider is unhappy in the saddle, that's the disaster. And therefore, a rider needs happy hours. 
and a horsey's happy hours, and together they had a wonderful uh, harmony and a happy hour as part of it. Yes, definitely. All right, Christoph, thanks very much, and I will chat to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All the best for you. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate, and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government-accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below 